You're about to listen to a sermon by Reverend John Cramper, head pastor of the Shekinah Temple of the International Central Gospel Church, Akosumbu. We hope that this sermon will be a blessing to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 to 14. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ye heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak not in words which Man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But a natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 to 8. I'm reading all my scriptures. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who, have, those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. Um, the title of my, my message is Spiritual Things. Spiritual Things. When we talk about spiritual, we are just talking about something which is supernatural or something which we normally call divine. It means we can't touch it physically. It is not something that is physical like you see me as it is. So this is what we call spiritual. And until we come to know that the benefit of the spiritual things are very important. We may be engaging ourselves in spiritual things, but you will not benefit from any of the spiritual things you are doing. In other words, you can't receive when you don't know the importance of spiritual things. It's difficult for you to receive things from the spirit. So it's important for us to understand that at every time we desire to know God, we desire to receive some things from the Spirit. Why? Because spiritual things 
are permanent. Spiritual things are permanent. The natural things, they are here. We see them beautiful. We see them very nice. We get excited about them, but they are temporary. They don't last for long. Unfortunately, sometimes that is where our heart gravitates towards to. And I understand because we are human beings. And as natural as we are, we, we have this body which we have the flesh, the bone, and all that. But God has made us also to understand that through the Bible that human beings have the spirit of God. Now the passages we read, the first one is talking about Jesus meeting a ruler. A ruler, a teacher. And for a Jew to say that I'm a teacher, it means he knows the law. He knows the in and out. What, however, you will just term it. You can't just become a teacher in Israel without knowing, not knowing much. So, Bible says in the night, Nicodemus went to Jesus. Nobody knows why he didn't go during the daytime. But sometimes people assume that he was hiding because of his position. Because when Jesus was preaching, they were not understanding Jesus. They were, they were finding it difficult to accept Jesus. Because in those days, the Jews, even though they were looking for the Messiah, they didn't think that Jesus was the Messiah. Why? Because if you are going to be a king and a ruler, you must be born from a very good family. But this is a person who was born from nowhere. Nobody knew where he was even coming from. Conceive the Holy Spirit, which they have not heard it before. What do you mean by conceive by Holy Spirit? And giving birth an ordinary Mary, a simple Joseph. And to make the whole thing complex, the baby was born in a manger. Where the sheep and the goat, they were all flocking in there. And how can you say this should be the king of kings? But that is how God does things. That is spiritual. Spiritual. And so for Nicodemus to just go there, he was sneaking to go. And the Bible said when he went, the first thing he said, a master. All that you are doing, no one can do it. Except the person come from God. So at least for him, he recognized something. He acknowledged something. He saw something. And so the Bible says that instead of Jesus answering him or doing something, then Jesus all of a sudden said to him, you must be born again. What are you talking about? Born again at my age? How can I? Somebody who is old, how can he enter into the mother's womb and be born again? Because maybe he is taller even than the mother. Big than the mother. So it's not possible. And Jesus said, oh, you don't understand that one. <laughs> then I'm going to give you more. He said, unless a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. 
But Nicodemus didn't understand because they think that the kingdom of God will come. And so what are you talking about? He said, yes, that is how it is. Unless you're born again, if you don't get born again, you cannot. He said, you need to be born with water and the spirit. And then we know that the water represents the word of God. You cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't even enter into the kingdom of God. And then he started describing things. He told Nicodemus, Nicodemus, because I told you, you, not, you must be born again, you are thinking of the flesh. But let me explain how the born again and the spiritual things happen. And so Jesus took the natural thing just like wind. And said, so let me explain to you how the spiritual things work. You can feel the wind. The wind blows. You may not know where the wind is coming from. And where it goes, you don't also know where it ends. So this is how spiritual things are. He said, for me to say you must be born again, I'm not talking about you entering into your mother in the flesh way and be born in the natural way the same way. No. Something takes place spiritually. And he said, what we have seen and we know when we testify, you don't believe it. The second passage is talking about God telling us that the eye has not seen, nor the ear has heard, nor it has entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And he said that what God has prepared for those who love him it always revealed by his spirit unto his people. And I'll tell you why. Because God is a spirit. He said, for no one or no man knows the things of the spirit of man. Except the spirit of man. So here Paul is also telling us, giving us illustration. That what God has prepared for those who love him, we don't see with our physical eyes. It's more of a spiritual. But let me give you just illustration. He said, just as you as a human being, you don't know what is in your heart. No man knows what is in the man's heart. No man knows what is in man. It is your spirit alone that knows what you are going through. Sometimes you say, I am feeling this, and nobody understands you. I go through this, nobody seems to be understanding you. And you say, Nobody understands you. It is your spirit that can tell what really you are going through. Somebody say, I'm feeling this. You don't know the pain I'm going through. Yes, we don't know because we don't feel like you. We don't, we don't have your spirit. So the spiritual thing God has prepared for us, it takes his spirit to reveal them to us. And then verse 12, he says something. He said, now we have received that spirit. And that spirit is not the worldly spirit. But it's inside us. That is the, the spirit of God. So he teaches us 
And he said, these things, we talk about it not in the teachings of the human wisdom, but we do it comparing spiritual things with what? Spiritual. And he said, why? Because the natural man, the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. Natural man cannot receive the things of the spirit of God. Why? They look at them that it is foolish. They consider them as foolishness. Just like Nicodemus. Jesus, what are you talking about? Does it make sense that I should enter, be born again? In which way? Naturally, it's difficult. You can't receive it. And the Bible says because they are spiritually what design. They are not naturally designed. They are not calculated by your mass. They are not calculated by scientific method. It is not biology. It is not chemistry. It is neither none of the things that we've learned so far. That makes us really think that we are on top. It takes the spirit. To understand. Romans also tells us. He said those who live. According to the flesh. Set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live. According to the spirit. He said they set their mind on the things of the spirit. Why? He said because the carnally minded. Is death. It separates you. From the spiritual things. From your maker. From God. It becomes difficult for you to receive. He said, but to be spiritual minded is life. And peace. He said, why? He said, because the carnal mind is an enmity. Hatred. Against God. And he explains, he said, because it is not subject to the laws of God. Not subject to the things of God. Amen. It is so much important for us to reconsider our Christian work with the Lord. One of the things I always say that we should try to do as a Christian is that from time to time, do evaluation. Assess yourself. Take a stock and ask yourself, am I walking in the spirit or am I walking in the flesh? The Bible says that assess yourself, examine yourself. He said, don't you know yourself whether you are in the faith or you are not in the faith. Being in the faith does not mean you are going to church. It is holding on to that what God has given to you. Sometimes we, we, we forget that there's something called spiritual things. And so, as we serve God and we begin to prosper, things begin to go well for us. We continue to praise God. They all become like a ritual or simple thing and we forget about the connection that between us and God. 
That which makes you to be a child of God is not your handsomeness. That which makes you to be a child of God is not your beauty. That which makes you to be a child of God is not what you have. That which makes you to be a child of God is the spirit of God that is in you. So you cannot disconnect yourself from the spiritual things. Unfortunately, today many Christians, we have going and going and even we are losing touch with spiritual things. So much that even when spiritual things are happening, that mature Christian, so-called, he called himself, have been in the Lord for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and despised that spiritual things. We need to go back to that spiritual things. Because without the spirit, you and I, we are nothing. Wherever God took us and where he has brought us, it was by his spirit. It took his spirit to maneuver, to orchestrate, to take us through those places, the things we cannot do, the things we can do. And then he waved us through and brought us to this point. So, we want to go back to the things of the spirit. If we don't go back to the spirit of spirit, it means that we are losing touch with God. Now, I have six things I want to just bring out of these passages. The first one I want to talk about is that God has prepared spiritual things for us. He has preserved them for you. It's a special thing for you. So my question then is that, how are you going to get it? We read scriptures like this and we are so excited. He has installed good things for those who loved him. Those who love him, God has preserved things for you. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1 makes us understand. He has blessed us with what? All spiritual things. We don't lack anything. Peter tells us that we are part of divine nature. It means that when you get born again, you cannot disassociate yourself with the things that has to do with God and that is spiritual things. You learn to understand God. Because you know why? God is spirit. If things are in store for you, and they are spiritual, you can't see it. And so when you stand as a pastor, you tell the congregation, God has blessed you. And they're working. Where is it? You say God has blessed me. You didn't even say God is blessing you. And so I have always said that the biggest challenge in the Bible for the charismatic Christian who thinks he believes in God very well is the past things, past words in the Bible. Blessed. 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 Redeemed. We don't understand. What do you mean? 
Because for us, our English word means that, blessed means that it is past. And I'm now in the present. God, I am looking into the future. And you are telling me blessed. And what is it? But the spiritual things are different. In other words, God has already given to you. So Romans is telling us, uh, Corinthians is telling us that God has prepared something for us. It's preserved for you. And the only way you can get into those things is by getting yourself into spiritual things. Being aligned with God. Connected with God well. Not just physical, but spiritual. Then and then you can get those things into the natural. And sometimes people will ask, Pastor, how does that happen if you say that Christianity and Christianity walking in the steps of God and trusting God is not natural, then how does it happen? Don't be Nicodemus. Sometimes today when you are preaching about these spiritual things and born again, we sit in the church and we say that we are okay. I have read the Bible cover to cover. I did religious studies in the university. Even sometimes your quotations are not correct. The way even sometimes you interpret the, the, the scripture is not correct. But remember, Nicodemus was a teacher of the law. But he didn't know spiritual things. And sometimes that is where we are baffling, we are troubled, we are worried, we don't know how to move forward. Because what we learned, our education, what we have, the natural things, we are depending so much on the natural things that the natural things does not give us full opportunity for us to understand God. And we give ourselves so much to it that we forget that there's something called spirit. God has preserved some things for you. And they are good things. But it will take you to get into the spirit before you can get it. Ask yourself, when you go to that prophet and he tells you, bring so-so-and-so money, do so-so-and-so things, and I'm going to bring you a baby, where are they taking them from? Because you look at this, ah, no, interesting enough, he will say that and people will go and give it. When he tells you bring an apple and you will eat it and he will give you a baby, they go and buy the apple and they conceive baby. Some of them tell you plain words. I will take it in the realm of the spirit and bring it to you. And we believe it. My point this morning is that you can also operate in that level. You can operate in that. 
because you're also a spirit being. God is a spirit. You communicate to that God. It is how you look at yourself. Where your emphasis is. What do you want to get? How you look at the church, how you look at God, how you look at the things of the spirit. If somebody can take baby from spirit and give it to you, I am telling you, you also as spirit being, go to God and say, God, I am also taking my baby myself. It is possible. The second thing I want to talk about from this passage is that spiritual things cannot be touched. You can't touch it. It is not just physical things like this, this chair, like a car, like your, 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 maybe your money you can touch. No, they are not physical, but there is something about it. You can feel it. You can feel it. And that's why spiritual people say that I sense it. Because why am I saying that? Because Jesus told Nicodemus, the wind, since you do not understand, let me explain. He said, the wind blows, but where it's coming from, you don't know, but you feel the wind. But you don't know where it goes. So you feel it. When the wind is blowing, you feel it. It does not mean she shake you and put you down before you know that now the power has come to me. No. That is the understanding we don't have. You need to learn to really release yourself. Then you will feel it. You will sense it. How many of us here got born again? The day you accepted Christ and you know that Christ has come and said, you started shaking. You started shaking. You started shaking. And the Spirit of God was there. Ah, you are born again. Yes, now I can feel it. I can feel it. God has come and live in my heart. I can say 90% or more of all of us, we didn't feel anything. But we know. We know. That is how the spirit works. That is how spiritual things work. You can't touch it. And so things like when you come to church and you don't look at worship as a spiritual work, spiritual communication, spiritual things you are giving unto God, you will despise worship. You will despise praise. What is the meaning of singing and dancing and jumping and moving here and going? In? What is the meaning of it? But remember, David was doing it before the Lord and the wife looked at David and started laughing and God said, eh, you do not understand spiritual things. And the womb was closed. Sometimes people are being prayed for and they start speaking in tongues, and they fall down, oh, demon. You have no idea. Maybe the person is praising God. You can't touch it. But it's a way to let you know that there's a spiritual. And I want to say here that Everything we do in the church is spiritual. 
The only thing is that you use your physical being to express them. I prayed enough that God will help me to let you understand what I want to bring across. You use your natural to express the spiritual thing. So there's a song that goes, this is something on the inside. It's working on the outside. When there's something inside you, it's working within you. It expresses itself naturally. That is why you can't just say that I'm worshiping God by just doing this. I'm worshiping God. It doesn't happen. You may start that way, but trust me, if really you release yourself to God, you will end that way. That's why some of us, we are coming from the house, we feel very bonified, very quiet, moody. We don't know what to do. And we decided that today I'm going to church, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I won't mind anybody. But you get here and the worship is in the spirit. You can't contain yourself. Things begin to happen to you. Sometimes that is the day you leave the church more happier than ever. So we don't take things that we do in the church for granted. And so this one doesn't matter. And this one is this. So much that we have even the scripture to support it. God looked to the inside. Not to the outward. <laughs> that is quarter truth. Very quarter truth. Not maybe even not quarter. Our actions are important to God because it depicts what is going on in our heart, in our spirit. It tells God what our mind is, how we understand him, and what we are doing. The first thing I'm going to say is that we can know by the spirit. We can only know the things that are in store for us, preserved for us by the spirit of God, as Corinthians says. So it takes the spirit to reveal what God has prepared for you. You will need the spirit of God to lead you gradually to what God has given to you. That is a time you are there, then you sense in your spirit. You, you pray as you're praying, you believe, you say, yes, it is done. God has given me this. I'm going to walk into this. I will get this thing done. I will walk in this. I will succeed. I will achieve this. Because inside you, you have allowed the spirit of God to reveal it to you. So you don't need anybody to push you to get that thing. So sometimes you sit down and the pastor says that, oh, I see that you are getting this. And sometimes that is what we like. A prophet in but you yourself, you don't want to look at that. I'm telling you today, if you learn to get understanding of spiritual things, you will always move into that. That's why it makes you, when you are going, you are doing something, you are sure of what you are doing. You have faith in that. You are confident in that. So when people look at it and they say it will not work because they are looking at the natural, they don't know what is going on inside you. And you say to yourself, I am not going to listen to what you are saying because I know surely what I'm going for and it shall work.
because the spirit of God reveals. He shows. You may not see it in vision, but you will sense something in you. And it's like a, a, like a, 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 what do you call, some load in you. You say, yes, I will do it. Even if you see it is difficult, you will do it. I will achieve it because inside you there is a conviction. Because the Spirit of God has revealed it to you. But if you are just walking about and the thing you saw, the thing, ah, may be pay. When you started and you got into problems, let's leave it. Like I said at that time, Ghana, when people, somebody starts selling credit, but they, give them two months, the whole place will be credit sellers. Every one of them. But we don't ask what happened to the first person who started because there was nothing like that. So how come somebody started? I want to charge you. If you listen to the God, and you listen to your spirit man, he will receive from God and you can initiate something nobody has ever done. You can do something nobody has ever done. And what I've seen is that those people who have that kind of thing, God revealed to them and they hold on to it and they do it, become successful. You can duplicate it, but you can never beat that person. God has revealed them and he revealed it through his spirit. So you learn to get yourself always ready for the spirit of God to move with you. Somebody will say, Pastor, does it mean that when I'm walking, I should be saying, No, that is what, what I mean. You can walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit is just obeying or releasing yourself. I will talk about it later. Just get yourself. Because it takes his spirit. It takes his spirit. Some of us, the things we are doing, we are failing. If we're listening to God, I'm telling you, you will change. You will change. Just get yourself a little bit in the tense of the spirit. Things will change. Things will change. The next thing is that the natural man is ignorant about spiritual things. When you are a natural man or you live as a natural man, you become ignorant. The Bible said that he does not know. Ignorant. And so please don't become an ignorant person in the things of the spirit. And remember when Paul was talking, he was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to the church, the Christians. Meaning that there can be Christians going to church, all right, but you live as a natural man. Everything is natural. Because you are calculating everything in your mind. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. One time my boss said that, sometimes when we are talking about spirituality, you say it doesn't make sense. You look at that small boy, you say, who is this? How can this small boy do something? But when the person prays for you, you, you fall down. So how do you explain that one to you? No. So we just need to be careful. 
When you are ignorant, you don't know, you don't know. Learn. Learn. Don't just sit somewhere and stand somewhere and just criticize without you knowing. So the natural man, that's how the natural man behaves. He does not know the things of God. Because he lives in the natural. All that he is doing is the physical, the earthly things, and this is how it is. 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 No. We should know. We don't live as natural people, as Christians. Then, since he doesn't know he's ignorant, the natural man lacks spiritual benefits. Because you are ignorant, you will lack the benefit from the spirit. You will lack it. So when God is even moving here, and people are receiving the spirit, people have fallen under, but people are soaked, they are sitting down, and they are You don't understand. You lack it. And when the pastor says that God is moving, the spirit of God is here, then you open your oh, fine. You can't see the spirit unless God opens your eyes in the realm of the spirit for you to see. So John will tell you that we have not seen, but we do what? We believe. He said that which we have touched, that which has failed, that's what you have seen. That is what we, we witness. Why? Because they were with Jesus Christ. You can't just open your eyes and think the Spirit of God is moving here. I may open my eyes and I say, I see this. It doesn't mean physically you will see it also. It is the Spirit of God. We don't want to lack spiritual things. Because you will not get the benefits. Then why am I serving God well? When God is about to move in your life, because you don't know, you're going to get the benefit. And sometimes, some of us, God is moving and you don't see it. At all. You don't see it at all. But we need to get those benefits. Because that is why we are born the Spirit. The Bible says that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So we live according to the spirit. Not according to our mind. Not according to the flesh. And the first one I would say is that spiritual life is peaceful. When you live a spiritual life and look at spiritual things from a different perspective, you have peace. Romans says that life and what? And peace. And the word life there from the original it means the God kind of life which is the word Zoe. In other words, when I live in the spirit I live like God. God appreciates it. And peaceful means that prosperous. Prosperous. 
If even you take it in a natural way that is just peaceful, sir, listen to me. When you live and understand spiritual life, you walk in the spirit, my brother, my sister, you have always peace in your heart. Peace is always there. That is why when people can see around you, troubles around you, and you still go to church, you still clap your hands. You still praise him. You still smile. When they greet you, they look at you differently. And they wonder what is happening to you. Who is this person? Does he know what is going around him? Yeah, he knows it. But you see, because he's walking in the spirit and living in the spirit and understand the spiritual thing, it cannot affect him. The Bible says that yes, they will surround you, but they cannot affect you. Then you understand why David said that I will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will not fear evil. Why? Because God is with him. If you want to clap, go ahead. You can't live spiritual life until you feel you're always frustrated. No. I haven't seen it before. And I've not experienced it before. Because I'm a spirit man. Yes, that one I can testify. I don't see it. So sometimes you may see around me a pastor. Ah, the pastor, then the, and the pastor. No. One day somebody told me, Pastor, so you have all these things and you are preaching as told the person, no, they don't affect me. Because where I am, they cannot get there. Colossians says, Colossians says, your life is hid with Christ in God. So where would the problem climb before it gets there? Yes, they will baffle your body. They will torment your body. Your brains will shake. Your mind will be disturbed. But no, when you go back into your closet and you do the neonology, you kneel down and you start praying. Listen to me. Something will happen. You will not feel it anymore. You will move in a different dimension. The devil will be afraid of you. He will wonder what is happening. He will wonder what is going on. And when they ask you what is going on, he says, yes, I am a child of the living God and I walk in the Spirit. To conclusion, so Paul said, Now we know no more in this natural people who walk in the spirit and they understand spiritual things, they don't look at people in the natural. That is why you wonder when you come with a huge problem. I listen to you and I belittle it because whilst you are speaking, I say to myself, This thing cannot get you there. She must my brain come down. That is how it is. That is how it is. You don't look at situation and say this thing can never be done. You must be higher than that situation. I pray that God will grant you the grace. May his spirit quicken you this morning. Grant you that strength. Reactivate any weakness of the spirit in your life. Reveal himself to you. And make you strong that from today you will walk in those ways. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're glad you made time to listen to this sermon. For more of these messages, 
please search for Reverend John Cramper on Google Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ICGC Shekinah. Stay blessed.